Welcome back to another edition of the Parrot Podcast. I'm joined by Forty. Hey, fellas. And Birdie. Hey, how's it going? And this is another game companion. We're going to be looking at the Eels v Broncos up at Suncorp, round 25 match from 2017. Um, if you haven't been on, jump onto NRL.com. They've got their NRL TV. They've got a back catalogue of games, which is from 2017 through to 2020. Plus, they've got their classic matches. Plus, they've got all grand finals, etc. Um, so, a lot of people don't seem to know that. But if you want to watch some classic rugby league, go back and watch that. And if you're an Origin fan, they've got every Origin on there as well. Lucky, um, lucky so, Amazon the context of this match in round... 21, Parramatta Eels were down 12-0 against the Broncos at home and rallied to come back 28-14. 40, where were we sitting on the ladder at this point? Uh, Heading into round 25? Yes. I believe we were uh, fourth or fifth. Let me just double check here, make sure I get this right. Eels went into the match that was in their round 21 End of round round 24, we were at fifth. The Sharks, Roosters and Broncos were, uh, wait, that's the wrong, that's the right season. Uh, yeah, round 24. So the latter red, Storm, Broncos, Roosters, Sharks, Eels, Panthers, Cowboys, Sea Eagles. Uh, Parramatta on 32 points, 14 wins, two buys. Uh, and then the Sharks, 14 wins, and the Roosters and Broncos, fourteen uh, 15 wins. So very congested um, from some second to fifth. So there was a lot to play for coming into round 25. And added to that, we hadn't played any finals matches since 2009. That's so. right. So we had the most inexperienced finals squad in the NRL, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Well, let's hit to play. Um, the link to this video will be in the audio description. Um, I have managed to overdub our audios of these game companions onto the video of past videos, um, but I've hesitated to upload them just for copyright issues because um, I think they'll be just taken down straight away, whether it's put on YouTube or Facebook or whatever else. Um, so I think the best way forward is just to have the audio sitting on Spotify and then playing along at home with the video. So we'll count you in. And, and this match is split into two halves, unfortunately, the video. So both those links will be up. But to the first half, three, two, one, play. Snotty has a party body. <laughs> We're still, huh. still trying to figure out what that sign means, but uh, there's a parameter. It's from fan. an Eels fan as well, yeah, so, so I don't know who Spotty is. Moroa Magic. Mitchell Moses in his first season. Par- Parramatta usually having a uh, strong away contingent at Parramatta, uh, at um, yeah, Brisbane. We, we tend to travel very well, both at Brisbane and Melbourne, uh, Gold Coast too. So we're, um, we're one of the better we interstate have- teams in that regard. Don't we have like a membership pack? We do. Uh, we do offer a Queensland membership pack, I believe. Yes. So, um, uh, a chance to attend at least the Broncos game, if not the um the Gold Coast game too, maybe. Alfie. And also part of that context, Mitch Moses, of course, being a mid-season signing from the West Tigers. Yep, a big acquisition. It worked so well in 2017 between him and Corey, and then unfortunately the wheels fell off the following season. But we got a pretty good year out of them together, which was nice. But yeah, there's Alfie Langer, the um the halfback. Still um, marshalling his troops as they go out. Did they end up bringing that rule this year um, with the training? They have. They introduced a new rule for trainers after what happened in the 2019 grand final year. So, Dazzy B. Yeah, funnily enough, being a Roosters trainer, and it wasn't Alfie that was in the way. Yeah. <laughs> Josh but Mabon. having said that, every team does the same thing. It's just oh, Alfie, I, every, that former player, is more prominent. It's the same thing with the HIAs, isn't it? It's an obvious loophole that teams are able to manipulate. And it just so happened to impact the grand final, which is why they finally changed the rule. 
Is this Dido's last season as well, from memory? I believe so. He, he did. Played on in 2018, I can't recall. I have to quickly check that for you. He retired in 2018. There you go. I kind of remember him playing in 2018, but evidently we did. Josh McGuire now at the Cowboys. I think that wasn't the Cowboys beat them in the playoffs final as well. It was like a close match as well. All right. Well, we should be a bit quiet here for the kickoff. No, it's going to be a slow start. Slow, slow start to the game, surely. Like, there's no way anything's going to happen in the first set. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Kirasami of Va'a. Kirasami of Boils. Oh, my goodness. And in the in the, front, uh, the first man to the picture, there was the um, the big prop from Manly. Uh, God, I've forgotten his name now. Uh I'm having an absolute aneurysm now. So it's an offload off the first hit-up of a game. Um, as a coach, what would you say about that? Uh, well, that's the, and you're thinking Varve. That's a definition. Yeah, Varve, that's right. Good man. That is the definition of a coach cure. <laughs> Who was coaching the Broncos at the time? Was it, was it, um, that was Uncle Wayne, wasn't it? 2017. Am I, am I right in saying that? 2017. Like you've witnessed history again. And we're just having a discussion before we started recording, but Ava R will forever be known as the fastest try in NRL history. Um, Thank you, Adam Blair. You should send him a gift basket every Christmas. It was it was Wayne Bennett as coach in 2017. Well, right. And then I think also um, for quickest try, or do you remember the Albert Kelly try for winning? Wasn't that the quickest try? General, like the whole rugby league, that was up there too. I think there was a second second grade game where it was the team that kicked off. They something happened with the wind and they picked it up. Was that Newtown? I can't recall. I'd have to have a. I'd look it up, but I remember watching it, and it was a. It was a bit quicker than that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's that's the equivalent of this is equivalent of like (laughs) NFL just. Uh, returning it for a touchdown, essentially, like how quick. Like, yeah, it's a punt return, isn't it? It's like going for an onside kick when they everything kick off and getting it returned that easily. Like, uh. and Moses adds the extras. Beautiful. So the, there isn't much of a golf swing motion in that one. So no, he so he, up he, he really remodeled his kicking um, game, didn't he? <laughs> it's just this one of those tries that make it's such a head scratcher. What was he thinking? There was like no one to offload to. I think the heads up, other, year, there's not too many um, wingers making they're pushing first in for up the, tackles. That's right, pushing in for that and then creating the opportunity. Wait, was a winger here? I thought it was a centre. He played both for us. Yeah, at this point he was playing on the wing, I think, because there was Michael Jennings at one centre and Brad Takarangi. Yeah, Takarangi at the other centre. So big Vave from the number 18. Timmy getting thrown back. Oh, poor thing. I've got to get a bit more down than that, Timmy. That's right. This was in the middle of Will Smith playing fullback for us, wasn't it? Because Gufferson had done his ACL at this point in the season. Yeah, he did against West, didn't against he? Against West Tigers. He got run down from behind by uh, Kevin Aguama, I think it was, and rolled up by accident. Cameron King in half. Him and his redemption arc were talking about That's a good clearing kick there from Tackers. Cam King recently nominating Brad Arthur as the best coach he trained under. Or played under? Shit, that guy. <laughs> Janko with the you beard. Oh, what a you beard. You don't say that and have a bitch session. Best, best beard in the NRL, by the way. He he wears such a luxurious beard. 
Ah, uh, no, you know who actually had a good one? And Kenny Cramps starting at second row. The guy from Newcastle. There's a lot of guys in Newcastle. There's like a ranger. He, he had the, um, I think, what's his name? Bryce Smith denied him a contract extension by playing. Oh, look long. Oh, God. Yeah, wouldn't play him yeah. the last game that, of that cycle yeah. in the season to get the. The um, hundred thousand dollar bonus, whoever it was, uh, yeah, Ben Ben Cross, was it? No, it was a ring, it had a ring of <laughs> maybe Blair should have offloaded that play. <laughs> <laughs> Running on the last as a big man. Hang on, was Seabold here as assistant up before he went to South? Yeah, Seabold was assistant up at Bronx. No, didn't he have Demetrio has been his assistant forever now? Demetrio has been the superstar assistant that's never gotten a head coaching gig. Up, although he's been promised the head coaching gig for Souths, hasn't he? Um, yeah, that's mine. Yeah. Not next year, but the year after, yeah. I think. But, um, yeah, Seabold, who was he an assistant with? Was it the Broncos? It might have been the Broncos. He might have had yeah, oh, actually, you're right. Rings a bell. Nice footwork, Brownie. He's so dangerous when he gets in behind the arc like that. From this starting 17, I wonder, uh, starting 13, I wonder how many are still... I'd say, I'd say a few because you've got Jenko, Moses, Takarangi, who's still in the like the top 17 but not starting. Nathan Brown. Nathan Brown. Uh, Semi's obviously gone. Uh, Will Smith is in the top 30 but not part of the, the main roster. Um, Manu and Kenny were back rowers and they're not here. Uh, Tim's gone. So the the forwards are pretty um, sparse, I think. But the uh, oh. the back Look ones are too bad. Like our starting props there were well, you you can see why Brad Brad Arthur and the the Brains Trust behind the recruitment team went the way they did the Ford pack, didn't they? They really tooled it up. Good slowly defense. but slowly, because we got Evans next year, and so then Campbell Gillard. Two the years MILF later. jumps out of dummy half and bought a kick down the field, Good but Will Smith. from Will Smith, yeah. What a he is the ultimate epitome of the rock to diamond player, isn't he? When he was on with confidence, he played some really good footy. He did some good Beware stuff. Beware the Penrith Jr. Here we go. Here we go. Send me round round you. <laughs> <Tyrus>, what are you doing? Tyrus, what are you doing? That was the moment that ended his career. Oh, Sammy, two hands, man. You've, you've nearly screwed up enough put downs as it is. What a phenom he was, seriously. Uh, he, won't, he won't be the greatest winger in the game because he didn't have enough longevity to his career, but he was the most talented winger as far as pure wingers go, like specialist wingers. He was just special. He is so big, so quick, and he's just, and look, not an ounce of like, <laughs> What's he doing? Seriously. He's playing Oztag. He's trying to reach around and get the tag. Seriously. But uh, Semi as well, still so raw the whole time. Like, yeah. I don't know if he was ever taught to how to put a, down a, a ball for a try. Well, that, that was the thing with Semi. He'd score tries that no other winger in the game could score. And then the ones where we sort of take for granted because wingers are so athletic these days with the acrobatic put downs, but he just couldn't put them there. I finished them off, those ones. But geez. That's he, one thing. If you look at his tries, he, he doesn't do the David Fisatora trial. Like no. He, he just runs. He's just – no one could stop him, so he just sort of just fall on the ground, essentially. Never saw him leaping. He, there was one game against the Tigers, I think it was this year, 2017, where we ended up coming back and he had a couple of takes in the air over Nofaluma, maybe. But, um, yeah, we didn't really use him aerially much, but he was just such a special player. We sort of had Tacker playing at centre inside him, so – yeah, well, and um, as we've discussed in other podcasts, right, Tacker seems to be our specialist uh, kick option, like kicking two option. 
that try there just reminded me. I think it was the one a couple of years before that when Ben Barber was at fullback. He literally just dragged him. I wonder. Moses of twenty nineteen. Oh, sorry, the twenty nineteen. Moses of, of the twenty twenty season goes back and starts playing for this team. Do we go all the way? Um, I don't know. We were sort of the the composed, you know, the stronger, faster, better defensive player that he is. You know, would that be enough to get us over the storm week one and, and get that uh, home final and round for, in week three of the finals? Well, I think if we'd played a home game against the Storm in week one, it might have been a different story. Well, I think if the game had been refereed properly, it probably would have been a different story too. That's a, that's a, <laughs> a story for another day. You look at this year, I think we're better equipped to defend a lot of time and hold our line. Well, yeah, definitely. As soon as we take two, if we take back-to-back sets, we just screw And that was um, one of the most interesting things, listening to that little snippet that we got from Brad Arthur, from the coach, the coach from the club, um, the, those two three-minute clips when he was um, commentating the um, – or commentating, mic'd up for the Titans game, was how he was talking about their defensive focus in the preseason and then, you know, complaining when the players weren't uh, playing to that level in the early parts of that game. Anyway, so back to this game. We saw Vave walk down the tunnel. Um, he was obviously getting the ball back out the score. onto the field. Su'amatangi. Yeah, that forward pack was such a flash in a pan for – I think it was about half a season pretty much. This is what I loved about our 2017 season, though, was such kick chase. That's right, such emphasis and direction on the kick and the kick chase. It was, you know, it's such an important part of the game. We just nailed it that year. Darius complaining, <laughs> complaining to the refs as usual. Yeah, but that that was part of the reason why we were so good that year was Corey Norman and Mitch Moses just kept finding the grass in the corners and the kick chase then pinned the teams down. Man, that's an awful play there from the yeah, Bronco, shifting it two or three wide with no momentum forwards. He was just swallowed him up there. Oh, <laughs> Tep dropping the shoulder on Maguire there. <laughs> Timmy working right. for the double. Cam King wasn't our first choice half in 2017, wasn't he? Goisey ended up with the concussions Goisey that year. Was the start, and yeah. yeah, that was the year the concussions really took it out and um, ended up to force him out of the game. And Kaser as well got and injured, Kaser. I think, against the Dragons. Yes. Geez, what a what an unfortunate career for Kaiser. Why wouldn't you give it the semi? <laughs> yeah, there's a VAR. Uh, it's in the wing as we confirmed before. Yeah, I think I was underrated from that 2017 run is the two big stocky wingers in other R and semi yeah, doing teams weren't, teams yeah. weren't able to expose them defensively much, but we managed to get a lot of good meters out of them. Little block play there, one of our pet plays down the left edge. Trouble. Great kick. Oh. And the chase was just a fraction off. Like, looking at this Broncos team, compared to what they have now, they've got better, like, they've got better youngsters in their team now, like, Tony Stays, you know. David yeah, there's like, a lot of great youngsters, but this was this was Ben Hunt's big year, remember? 2017 yeah, was know. his big breakout season, and they haven't had any direction in the halves ever since. Oh, yeah, just off with the timing, Kenny. But yeah, their, their forward pack was probably more well-rounded when it came to experience and work rate, whereas now it's far more explosive, and obviously Payne Haas is an absolute machine. But uh, I think that they're almost too young in the engine room at the moment. They need another season. 
Yeah, they sort of had that generation next, which didn't pan out with like Sua and um, – that, That's right. Yep, and they had to move on to them and they obviously found an even better generation next, but the payoff is that they're all very young and inexperienced. Yeah, you have Josh Maguire, Adam Blair. There's a lot of hard heads in that pack. Corbin's like – Yeah, Corbin, I mean, Corbin Sims wasn't a great player, but he was – Oh, Sorry, geez. I played too much Demi half there. Oh, Kenny's off to the races too. Robbed. Robbed of a try. Tell you what, lads, you know what I'm fearing this year? One-man referee with Perinara in charge. Oh, <laughs> God, help us all. Yeah, I think everybody that's saying that it's a good thing to have one referee might be changing their tune once the silly buggers start happening in the ruck again. He had his, um, he had his flaws, but, geez, Kenny had some head-up play in his game, didn't he? That try against the Dragons. Yeah, very, just, very quick. Um, as much as it's decried by the rest of the, well, um, I don't know how I'd describe them, uh, blowhards perhaps. <laughs> the cramps were, were such a great thing. I mean, you talk about great characters in the game and how the, the game's so vanilla because it's all professional. Kenny was one of those guys that was a throwback, wasn't he? Like a real character. You know, He, he really towed the lines as far as gamesmanship's concerned, but that's what... Great villains do. The hit he did it to Osaka on the ground, like yep. yeah, I mean, it? he was playing within playing within the rules. Like he was an eligible. I think it was actually the one oh, we beat when we came big back. Big contact. Well, that's some big contact. Josh there. McGuire spying um Tepai there. Tep of hair, by the way, <laughs> before it started to. Darry always does that at least once or twice a game. He'll come out and try put a hit on. And he always doesn't matter. Like, it just seems like always. Good offload. Oh, nice little unintentional block play. Janko on the outside. Great footwork. Oh, oh the backhand flick. There. I don't know if he has that speed anymore. No, I think um the, the sort of three years now past of um, taking the toll on him. Nice little switch. Swig it a swig Oh, great. Aerial yeah. semi. <laughs> Tackle with the Kenny Pat there. <laughs> I, never, I never noticed that. That was a bit of a, a bit of a Kenny Edwards play from Tacker there. Gave, um, who was on the wing there that year? Was it um the one that's at the Dragons now? Uh, Pereira, not Pereira, John Pereira. Um, he said Oh, God, I'm having a... But he gave a bit of a pat in the head there. <laughs> Got it inside his man. That's great. Great angled run there. Oh, that must be Osaka. <laughs> Tax. <laughs> <laughs> you tried your best. Oh, that was a real like, yeah, you did okay, son, but you're up against just an absolute freak. The Cougar. Yeah, back before he went to the dark Oh, side. actually, you know you say uh, Michael Jennings has the best beard? Come on, look at Semi. Yeah, yeah that is a Sammy does have a great beard, but I think Janko's got, I don't know, it's like that old man strength the beard gives him. I don't know. That yeah, looks it's like got it's a little bit of pepper. Sammy, of Sammy does have a great beard, though, you're right. Look how thick, thick that is. Oh. Yeah, I know. Soft for the loafers. Actually, you think, have we ever seen Sammy without a beard? Like, have we ever seen chin? Yeah, when he um, debuted, he was beardless, wasn't he, in 2013? Yeah, he had the big, like, afro thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was, I mean, we talk about him being a raw player at this point, but he was so raw back then. Oh, my goodness. 
was <laughs> Man, I, like, I, don't, I don't even know if they had proper footballs when he played over in Fiji. <laughs> I think I saw somewhere when he first did a couple of trials for us, as soon as the ball went out. He like, tried to do uh, quick lineouts. Yeah. Yeah, he went straight, he stood on the other side. Yeah, obviously, rug, rugby seven's say? background, he tried to do the quick lineouts. Yeah. yeah, Ham and I got to see him a lot uh, coming through the back then. Was it the Toyota Cup back then? Toyota or Holden Cup, and um, and then when he went to Wenty in 2013, um, easily one of the most exciting prospects, and you can't understand why. But just watching him, he was so raw but still so physically dominant, and you just knew he was going to be something. And then 2017, he scores five tries in seven games, if I'm not mistaken. And it's even like, then, he was you know making lots of mistakes, but you just you knew you knew this guy was going to be a superstar. It's even like Sivo now, like he's still a bit. He's only. Yeah, Mag- Maga did did walk a longer path in the in the Reggies as far as understanding rugby league, but he still is very much a raw prospect, and I don't think his um best days have been um cashed in yet either. Best part of Tungy's game was that hit up off the kickoff. <laughs> yes, yeah, he always tore into that um that one hit up. Um, but they were talking about it the other day. Sivo, he's from the the main Fiji island on the Coral Coast, whereas Sivo. Uh, not Sivo, sorry. Sivo was from the main island of the Coral but Coast. Semi's that one Semi is, is from high. the island. So. Yeah. <laughs> Semi's got like a two-day two day trip by boat from the main island, I think. Yeah, exactly. So you can imagine Sivo seeming raw, but he would have played Union League all his life yeah. on the main island. And, yeah, it's freakish that Semi oh, was. Oh, Corey Oates. He's got that in his game, hasn't he? He's got the yips. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Fergo has one of those. Fergo's got absolute brain fart. He doesn't have those drops so much as like absolute brain farts in him, but No, Fergo's pretty safe under a high ball. It's the the forty twenty that he tries to bat back in and then gives away a try for <laughs> one you gotta watch out for. It's when he's trying to be too smart. <laughs> oh goodness. Tacker, what are you doing? Just Tacker in no man's land there, but the Eels managed to push from the inside to wrap up. Good defensive structure from the inside man. Corey probably a little bit lucky not to give away a penalty, honestly. Team as well pushing up. That's not a very set line there. Nicar- yeah, Cody Nicarama before he got jettisoned to the Warriors. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> well, I think he saw it came off Norman. Yeah, he it carried car- off an eel and he thought it might have been played at. Yeah. What the hell is Norman doing there? Yeah. <laughs> it is interesting watching these replays. You, just, you catch stuff you don't fo- like. You don't see in the regular motion. Because you're so focused on the actual ball. You see yeah. players doing some funny stuff. Well, to oh. be remembered, he was, of course, a Broncos junior. So That's perhaps right. he knows these boys. Probably, probably, he was probably chirping because Corey is known to be a, a talker on the field going um, as far as instructing his own team and giving the opposition a bit of um, lip. So Eels still beating the clock here. Shifting to the left. Block play to Will Smith, who's a little bit confused as to where oh, he's man. going. <laughs> the link didn't work quite well there. Oh. But credit Corey, to him, he didn't force the pass. He just... <laughs> Corey sweeps down the left side, but it's, the time is a little bit off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Tapped with oh. the uh, Brad with his um, uh, daft hoodie impersonation there, doing a Bill Belichick with the hoodie instead of the suit. Uh, There's about 20 eels and Tempest, three Tempest frame among the Broncos here. Kenny obviously starting something. Coming from the other side of the field, by the way. That was a nice kick from Corey, but geez, that's a mental lapse from Darius. I thought someone was going to touch oh, it for a second. All people tap. 
Yeah, that's just bully. And then you got oh. Moses in the back behind him chirping. <laughs> Corey and Kenny in the middle of it as always oh my god uh, I loved when we gave Sammy early ball from scrums it, it was just such a unique threat oh great defense oh, very close Moses Moses scores that this year 100% he's so much stronger if we had semi, like looking at the rules now, like we can choose whether. Oh, the, and, oh with, with, with the, the new scrum rules and the new el- I'm not eligible, but uh, what's it called? Offensive protection for um, kicks. Like semi yeah. would be an absolute nightmare in this league. But yeah, Mo- Mitchell like, Moses scores that this year. He's just so much stronger than he was back then. Can we go back to the main screen, please? Thank you. Tim Manor getting by back underway. Come on, that's a penalty. Sammy about to complete the hat trick, I believe. Oh, that's fine. This caused a little bit of controversy for Broncos fans who felt that he gained an illegal advantage with the tap up. I think it's a deliberate play over whereas this is. That's right. It has to be a deliberate tap up. If you have accidentally like knocked on and you haven't like able to take possession of the ball initially, it's fine, but. Um, I remember that Jared Hayne once did a little chip and regather over Michael, Michael, Matty Bowen, not Michael Bowen, Matty Bowen. Yeah, I remember that where deliberate he, play yeah, over the where he tapped it up, you could see. That's right. You can see he's trying to gather it in as opposed to, yeah. <laughs> Derry B. <laughs> With the huge effort at the last line, yeah. So Prolonging his it. career there by getting out of the way. Has a player made more business decisions in the NRL than Darius Boyd? Isn't he retired? Well, perhaps now, Mr. Cartwright. No, he's not, out, he's not uh, retired yet. End of season. Give Cartwright. Him a um, not letting anybody dictate medical decisions <laughs> for himself right. and perhaps collecting in, a pay packet by refusing happy, a flu needle. Happy to that? play in a league where every week there's a thousand medical things like happening in their lives as far as supplements, drugs, invasive surgeries to correct serious injuries, but it comes to vaccines. Nah, fuck that. Big bad semi. What a player. Look at his arms. Oh, my God. Yeah, I always remember his legs. They were just treat. Yeah, just... Oh, not, not Sivo level, but like his calves. Sivo's got the freak calves. Semi's by far the more spectacular physical specimen, he's not, I think. He's, like, Sivo's like short. Like he's short Sivo's 180, 186, I think. He's, he's much more squat compared to the semi. Well, not squat. 186 is not squat. But compared to the semi, who was like 190, Compact. 191, you know, that extra two inches was a lot. Yeah, he's more of a in the mold of a running back as opposed to a mm. wide receiver. Mm. Beating the clock. Easy conversion. Thank you. Thursday night football. This didn't feel like a Thursday night game, thinking back on it, but there you go. I don't think Broncos had many Thursday nights. Oh, they're the Friday night Broncos, right? That was actually a good ball from Will Smith. Sammy just made a meal of it. I don't think anyone touched Sammy the whole time. <laughs> he had spiders Surely. on him. Sammy has had, in his short career, tormented the Broncos. He scored some absolute crackers against them. There was the other one, the other long-range one he scored against the Broncos. What year was it? Was it? 2014 he scored a 20, cracker. Well, yeah. 
down the same corner, he scored the one the first try today. Um, I think. Oh yeah, the, the, that's one I said where he carried Ben Barber. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's right. He carried. Yeah, he just he had support. He could have passed him and just carried Barber for the last fifteen meters, or whatever it was. Cameras can't get off, Sammy. No surprise. I mean, he, he scored a twenty-minute hat trick. So the the question was, how many was he going to score? And I think the answer was three. <laughs> so at at this point, he already decided he's leaving, right? Forty twenty option. Great kick. Not Just enough angle. Take the break. Yeah. Uh, had he decided he was leaving at this point? Like, did we know he was leaving, or was it just up? That's a good question. When did when when did Sammy decide he was leaving? I think it, I think it would have been prior to this, actually. Oh my god, my my dog, my sister's dog wants to come in. Give me one sec. Yeah, so <laughs> I think we got this band. Like he's, like he's literally <laughs> passing it into the pocket referee. That's just so. Stu- that's that's where common sense needs to be. Like, well, that's we 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 with the the final nail in the coffin. But yeah. It's always odd, like rewatching a game like this, where you're so dominant, and um, you know, you sort of you've blown the like the game's over after twenty minutes. Yeah, and only issue is that I I recall BA was ropeable about the defense. Yeah, you can understand why, given the end scoreline. No, see, Moses would have made that tackle this year. It's it's interesting going yeah. back and watching this because you can just see the difference between the 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 one player. <laughs> Oh my goodness, what a gr- <laughs> oh. Just touched it. <laughs> that's the, the whole chase there just cracks me up though. The, like the slowest hustle play you ever see. I did like those shorts though. So only three play the balls in their 20 and we still scored four tries. Not bad. Sammy. We were always susceptible to Sammy. those scrum play. Yeah, the Rabbitohs feasted on us in 2018 doing that. We did have one. I was marked up against no one on the right, so we gave away the two-man overlap, I believe. Yeah, we've always just seemed really susceptible on the outside to those scrum players. Um, I don't know why it hasn't been fixed in years. <laughs> Maguire has such a punchable face. Everyone it, rushing really in, does. man, literally like, they think it's easier to rush in and 
to actually sit back and tackle like whoever was the halves or you know, that's just like it's frustrating to watch. David Mead, wow. I don't even remember yeah, him playing for the Broncos. Fullback. Yeah. Tackle was so far in. Semi was in no man's land between yeah. the two guys there as well. But yeah, the the Taka Rodradra edge was particularly susceptible to that sort of play. I think we're we're better now with Wanga and Jennings sort of spearheading the two edges. But um yeah, it it's an area that you know you want to be pretty tight around because it's just giving away cheap points. What's the MILF got from out wide? No, no good. And that all came off of bloody that ship. Which game was it that was it last year or this year that there was a conversion that was at Suncorp that was kicked into the tunnel like it was absolutely sprayed? Well, they played one game at Suncorp this year. So it wasn't this year. It might have been twenty nineteen. Then there was a conversion that was absolutely shanked and it went into the tunnel. Who do we actually have? You resumed. No, was it, they haven't that yet. The resume date is still penciling for the 28th of March, but they haven't given up the draw. So we're, um, we we know we're going to play round robin against once against everyone, and then their remainder games have to be determined who we're going to be playing the the return fixtures against. Because I think we're scheduled to play uh, Cowboys up. In- oh, goodness, we will. Our next game was the Cowboys up in Townsville. That's right. Because we had that two part Queensland road trip. Titans and Cowboys. Polar, of course, being a Broncos junior. That's right. Joined us in 2016. Had a very good season, uh, a shortened season in the 20s that year, and then um, graduated before playing in a row. Jeez. Wow. Have, that, that's oh, the, rubbish. Oh. Rubbish. And yet, oh, at least he put it down. That's the tap you love to see. And you only know, have got glimpses of it. He was so good in his rookie year doing that, and then just slowed up a bit. Oh, he milked that. Yeah, he, he did a good job he milking that. Down. He did a good oh job milking God. that. Yeah. I mean, oh, Brown, Brownie should have been where he was. So. Yeah, run through the... Because Tep probably scores there regardless, but... <clears throat> this is a time good frame defense. where everyone was milking shit. And Vavo. Brownie obviously caught out there. From memory, this is the final series where the Broncos play the Roosters and Fergo through that ridiculous. That's the forty twenty saving, but try try conceding play. Yeah, yeah. Good take from Will Smith there. Yes, that was um peak Fergo, wasn't it? He saves the forty twenty, but taps it back to a chasing uh, Rooster to score, which was Tedesco, I think. Ah. <sighs> Jenko, my boy. So Eels doing a little bit tough this set. Broncos manning up in defense. And then the aggressive spread. Oh, good defense. That was a danger for the Broncos there. Full, full Broncos. Well. Yeah. 
It's interesting going back and watching Moses and Norman work together in this season. <laughs> get the Benny, get the Benny Hill music. But yeah, um, Norman and Moses were so seamless in 2017. Like they had so much chemistry despite not like being teammates for so like very long. And then in 2018, it all fell apart between them. Oh. Brock, uh, Corey Oates seems to just have his worst games of his life against us. It's the he has the Manu Vatavai game against Parramatta. Remember the game that Manu dropped four? I think led in four tries. Yeah. Oh, Corey. Think about that game in last year. I think it was where he gave up a ridiculous try against us in the early rounds. To to Gower. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Good run. <laughs> I don't know about that. Play the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on a ball. Yeah. Yeah, that's to be the roll through the legs. Oh, what a kick. Unlucky. Great kick, but just Corey Oates did very well there. A bit of redemption for him. It just had that twist on it at the end. Yeah, Corey giving away the penalty there. I mean, that, that actually wasn't a terrible penalty to give away. The Broncos were surging on the back of a fast play the ball there. Moses just couldn't um, stay on his feet with the contest with the ball. <laughs> uh, I want to be talking shit when I get that. Out that that was one of the unique perks of the um, early uh, the first two rounds of the 2020 season was hearing the um, exchanges in those moments from the sideline mics. Tap with his customary HIA. <laughs> oh, it was legit though. Yeah. He um, a knee to the head. <laughs> that that was a big part of his decline. I think too was his just the unfortunate oh headshots. Jeez, that was brutal. Frank the Tank. He, Frank the Tank? He wasn't terrible for us. He played okay. He had a couple of injuries, but he was all right. He wasn't no, anything amazing, but he did a good vet, like the good veteran like sort of role player for us. Because we got him from England, didn't we? Yeah, Frank came back from Super League, didn't he? You'd think people that I came back so. from that... Good offload, jeez. Is that Joy Arrow? Yeah, Joy was back in um, the Broncos at that yeah, point. Yeah, and then got pinched by the um, generation in between their current one. You had, like, Joy Arrow go to the Titans. Imagine if I had Joy Arrow alongside their other players. I mean, the Broncos could afford it because of the Broncos, but Joy Arrow, David Fafita, Payne Haas. I don't know if Joy Arrow makes that team now. Who? Well, who's that lock for him at the moment? The Carrigan. Carrigan and Carrigan, yeah. the, uh, there's another bloke as well, the prop, um, who's new this oh, year, but he's got, yeah, he's got massive wraps on him. He seems really good. I know if I reckon. Oh, the post. It's always the post. And it always has to be that fucking one-eyed <laughs> wanker. <laughs> the bloke that should care more about other players' visions given his own story, but likes the R gouge, but it's not his fault. <sighs> 
That was a good kick for me off the Will Smith just over pursuing the kick a little no, bit. Surely, surely the fullback like you like you hedge your bets to be like, hang on, this might be. It's hard. It's so hard because you got you're trying to keep in provision the chases alongside the post, and I think Smith did end up over pursuing the kick a little bit there, allowing it to hit the post easier. But all I'll say, if it's Gutho at fullback there, I think it's picked up. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Yeah, Gaffo is generally safe as houses at the back. Hasn't got that elite speed to, you know, make up for some of the other things that other fullbacks can do, but he reads the game pretty well at the back. It probably just shows, like, Will Smith can't, shouldn't be fullback. He doesn't have the, uh, know what to, like, not a true fullback. Because mm. even with his arm um, defending one-on-one, like, with Tom break or bombs, he's just out of position a we are um, jack of all trades, yeah, master exactly. Jack of all trades, master of none. And we sort of were, were making do at that point in the season because the injuries, you know, were there and we didn't have. I think was French was dealing with injuries as yeah, well. Yeah, I think Bevan French was banged up too. And um, this was obviously before his decline, which was unfortunate, but it was what it was. But yes, yeah, so we had to turn the Will Smith, who had a, a pretty good run, honestly. He had a good game against the Titans following this and um, was very good against the Storm in that week one of the finals. That's why going forward, we want that um, guy who did all right for the trials, Johnny Fuller. Yeah, well, yeah. We, we also are lucky now. We've got Blake Ferguson too, so we can shift him the fullback too. Who's a He's a pretty handy backup fullback. But yes, I would like to see Johnny get a run at, um, at Wente at fullback. But we also, also picked up also picked up Jai Field, uh, Jai Field yeah. too, so that's another... I was say, is he still at the club as well? Well, as far as I know, but who knows with the, the change to the structures and rosters that could potentially come underway because the, um, the Canterbury Cup has been resolved for this year and they're talking about that, uh, what's it called, the amalgamated teams, the, the sort of Super Western Sydney team versus another New South Wales team and the two um, Queensland or a Queensland team versus the rest of NRL team to play uh, fortnightly games to keep uh, the best of the Reggie players for each club um, oh, match fit. Yeah, it's an interesting concept given New South Wales RL and QRL have put the... You'd think they, they could just... Yeah, you could think they could do a similar concept but just keep it localised to Sydney and Brisbane, right? For the, the QRL and the NSWRL. Yeah. Oh, VAR came in hunting. Does that mean even Harold Matz at SG Blue also or, or, or junior reps are gone, yeah, which is unfortunate. Damn. Yeah. But so, you can sort of understand even if oh, absolutely. They you can understand comps, logistically why I've, they're doing it. But I think even if they were running those comps, they'd probably try sequester the first grade guys from the strictly yeah. reserve grade guys. It's going to lead to some interesting um, junior recruitment retention too because you're not going to have the whole season to evaluate players on – and um, clubs might make some aggressive moves to pursue uncontracted talent from other um, other rivals. See, I thought SG Port Harrowmats would be sweet. They're a sort of state-based competition, like so, like they're no no teams traveling interstate, and they're all there is a bit of traveling for the um the ball and um whatnot because they go to New Zealand this year as well as Perth. So the we we already gone to New Zealand for our SG ball game. So there's international travel for the ball now. On top of like just going down to, I think Melbourne might have a team too. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, they, they did a restructure. Right. The Thunderbolts. Yeah, that's right. They do. I think I think we played both the Warriors and the Thunderbolts to start the seat like start of the season. So we we're actually fine in that regard. But obviously, there's other teams I have to blame. So it was just too much of a burden with all of the um the border policing and whatnot going on. And I don't think at the point when they cancelled the comps that we'd be in a position where we could return to NRL. That's right. Um, at the beginning of June, yeah. 
seemed a bit more dour at that point. Yeah, and so obviously getting the top product on back on its feet is the priority here. <sighs> Four minutes ago in the first half, it was up 24-10. Been a little bit of a lull in the game, hasn't it? Yeah, there? got a bit more hair there. <laughs> Brad Arthur obviously commenting the other day that he was very pleased of how his players returned in shape for their um, initial field sessions. Oh, oh Kenny to Jenko. Kenny to Jenko. That is just gorgeous. That's a, that was a, a, if I'm not mistaken, a, a deviation on what we usually do on a left edge with Manu and Corey. We're using a, a back rower as the first receiver and we usually yeah. would play out the back to the sweeping half, but we obviously use the front option on the center because they cheated for the, the out the back option. Yep. Yeah, you yeah, you, yeah. Got, yeah I just around out the yeah. back. So um, that that's a pet play we used to do with Manu Mato and Corey Norma. We played it down the right with Kenny here. Yeah, real yeah, real even, nice. Even the, even the center, the Broncos center saw that focus. Yeah, yeah. So we we it's like a, a sucker punch. You set them up by playing out the back initially, and they get you know they're wary of the sweeping half because of Moses' acceleration. You don't see that often. We always do put it to man behind. We don't see that play it to first. Yeah, usually hitting Gutho on a sweep. Yeah. 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 That's why I was like, we should do Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> but I have to say that the hands from Kenny Edwards there. So oh, he, was a, he was a very talented footballer, Kenny, and it's easy to forget because of all these other shenanigans on and off the field. But um, even, You even see Junior do it now. Yeah, like, Junior's another, another guy with great hands for a big man. But um, Kenny was definitely one of the more skilled footballers uh, relative to his amount of fame in the game. Um, he was one of the most exciting Reggie players I've, I've seen. Um, in that same season that we are talking about before, semi in 2013 at Wente, Kenny was arguably the best player in the entire New South Wales Cup. Um, very, very good in that grade. Yeah, Paul Blake, he, he, his upbringing didn't exactly set him up. Yeah, exactly. And, it, you know, it's it's hard to overcome that sort of thing. You talk about nature versus nurture. But to his credit, he got a second chance in the NRL and, and made something of it. Um, had some good years for Parramatta. And, um, he obviously still loves the club because if you can catch him on social media, he's always cheering for the club and for the boys. So um, he'll forever be an eel, I suppose. I think he's sober now. Like he hasn't had a trip for about 12 months. That, that'd be fan- If that's true, that's fantastic, Bertie. That'd yeah. be a f- full credit to Kenny if that's the case. He's doing well as well overseas. Yeah, he's um absolute cult, cult character for mine. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed his time at the Eels. Well, he's, he's in a bit of rugby league history. Was he one of the first players to be sent off for a slap, the striking rule? That's right. I think oh, he might have really? been the first player to be under the new rules. That's right. Against the Cowboys. Yeah, that's right. And obviously, the he has his own term uh, forever immortalised in the Kenny Cramp. Whenever, Kenny a play, Cramp. whenever a player goes down milking at the end of the game, is the Kenny Cramp. Wasn't that such a stupid rule to strike? And it lasted for what? Bloody ten weeks, and then it wasn't typical a typical NRL uh, crackdown sort of deal. We'll, we'll police it for a couple of months and then forget about it. And the accidental contact with referees yeah, as well. Oh, that, that was oh, terrible. That was, bad. that was one of the worst. Someone got someone got. Kier, a week Kieran Foran got got um uh, charged for a week for us when he was in 2016. Yeah, um, I remember Frizzell got he got yeah. a week off as well. It was around Origin too for just accidentally. He was coming back from like a try score and just. Wasn't watching where he was going. Oh, just absolute <laughs> yeah. power trip. That was bad. I, it all because of the bloody um, the David Clinton bit when he got swearing. Yeah, yeah. A good Friday game. So Kenny's copped a high one here, is he?
errant finger in the eye. Yeah, finger in the eye. An early one from the eye gouger. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a good guy. We should have know. known back then. <laughs> oh, they're, they're absolute bitches. I don't know if you guys ever had the finger in the eye, but you oh. just you, you uncontrollably cry or, or bleed fluid out of that eye. It's just rough. I suppose crying's, crying, crying's not the right thing, but it, like you, you're just. Uh, but it also, the sweat mixes in with it too. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You get the salt from it. Yep. It's like when you get smacked on the bridge of the nose and it's a similar result. Absolute pain in the ass. I didn't mind that for Moses. 15 seconds left in the half. I was looking for a little trick play. Back the team to make two tackles, and they do. Yeah. Last shot of the half of the Broncos. Jai Arrow. <laughs> ben Hunt. What's going on? Well, is that half or is Nicarima? Oh, it is Nicarima. Where is Ben Hunt? Was he injured for this? They, had, the, they had this weird thing at this point where they'd do a weird interchange with the halves. They tried to have a three-half rotation like oh. Dragons last year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ben Hunt and the three-halves rotation. Name a more iconic duo. <laughs> All right, that brings it into the first half proceedings. <laughs> All right, so we'll give you just a little bit of time to get the next video up because um, I might go recharge my glass as well, even yeah, though I've I'm got the other. Water vent. So drinks break, boys. Be back in a couple of seconds. Yeah. <laughs> And um, for you listening at home, that's your uh, cue to get a drinks break and get up the next link um, because for some odd reason, this was uh, split into two halves. Alrighty. All right, well, we're going to expect that everybody is back and ready to play. Gents, have you got your second half video up? Mm-hmm. All right, we're ready to count in three, two, one, and then play. So three, two, one, play. And hopefully you didn't have an ad to start up. Yeah, no pre-roll ad, please. Get yourself a, a pie hole, blocksnrl.com yeah. ad. Raspberry Pi, for those that don't know, and you get it configured up with your uh, network to block out all that garbage. So Paul takes the opening hit up for the second half. Actually, it's worth checking one moment. David Gower just struck me. Um, we were talking about it last year at the podcast, and he ended up falling short of it because he couldn't quite play out the regulation season in the top team. But 
uh, two games away from bringing up 100 career games at the Parramatta Eels. So that's uh, one milestone to watch when we get back to footy at May 28. And it was just confirmed. I know you don't have the game audio, 40, but Tep Moroa was out for the game, didn't pass the HIA. Not, not surprising. He copped a very heavy knee there. So, um, yeah, unfortunately for Tep, that was one of the defining things for his career at Parramatta, wasn't it? Those head, um, head knocks. Get on your bike, Will. Oh, <laughs> he willed that one over the sideline, if you pardon the pun. Two, two. No, Kirisomi going up. I always like our halves, uh, our wingers link up from the yeah, 20 Yeah, sort of create, creates the option both ways. Good tackle. Tank of a good carry as well. Oh, gosh. Those inside lines. Great. Yeah, the double under. Corey kicking well early in the tackle count. I don't know about that one. Bert, are you there, buddy? Yeah. Ah, yes. Oh, King <laughs> held on for dear life. <laughs> Fast pace to start the second half. Both teams really carrying and and I'm um, tackling hard. Nickering. Yeah, so here's the weird part where Hunt is at nine. That's right. They would they'd spell Hunt at, or spell. They'd rotate him into dummy half. That's right. I was going to kick from Nickarima there. Yeah, well down there. Uh oh. Get down. Uh oh. Uh oh. Just the balance. The balance. Oh my goodness. Attack at you, everyone. <laughs> little goose step there as well. Oh, I just, there's not enough superlatives to describe him, seriously. What a player. But all set up by uh, get down, low, go, 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 quick, play the ball. That's right, and let Sammy go against the the flat defense. That little hesitation and go move. And then, like you said, that balance through contact, just so hard to bring down. Such a, like Marshawn Lynch, if you watch the NFL, obviously you understand that reference. Yeah, it gets that wide, like that wide. Uh, uh, sort of uh, feet positioning as he goes through contact and it lets him be stable and powerful. Oh, the center of gravity. Yeah, yep. Send me a mechanic look silly. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he honestly did, didn't he? Like, it's such a, a great way of phrasing it, Bertie. And I'm um, one of those guys that didn't look like he was, I mean, we, we know he's quick, but it didn't look like he was running hard. But just so hard to bring down from behind. He just those strides. Can you hear the parachan in the background yeah, up at That's Suncorp. that's one of the coolest things about the para fans at Suncorp and at um C bus as well. They turn up when um and, and make themselves known. Well, I don't I don't recall a time where Semi was ever chased down. Like it, it's it's so hard to think of, isn't it? Like once he got into open, once he got into open field, the guy just was an absolute like 
stud, like a, you know, absolute, uh, you think of like a, a racing horse, right? A thoroughbred just stretches out and no one gets near him. I never noticed there were KFC buckets in the, um, like the little, uh, what's it called? The plastic uh, or rubber advertising. Evidently that's a thing. There you go. Jimmy the Jet left gasping at dust. Ben, ben Hans just flew his head up and said, fuck that. <laughs> Good effort from Milford, actually. I'll give him credit there, coming from the other side of the field. <laughs> oh, oh, well done, Paula. And a pretty solid run. That play the ball could have been pulled up. No foot. It's one of those inconsistent things, isn't it? No foot there either. Yeah, it's something that's a little bit different between us and American sports. It's seen unsportsmanlike to lay up a big score. Yeah, in America, it's really frowned down upon running up the score, whereas... Whereas here, it's more... It's like if you're not going to play to the final whistle, you're almost um, uh, being condescending to your opponents, oh, aren't you? Good shot from Norman there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mead knows about that one there. Oof. But yeah, it's definitely an interesting difference between the two cultural uh, uh, sporting cultures. Right? Oh, oh, no. Oh, that was unfortunate. Kenny just copped the boot from Corey Oates. Yeah, it's like a kicking uh, yeah. Bronco. <laughs> yeah, rearing Bronco there and lashed out. Who did that? I think it was in a Souths match where somebody bucked out like that and they ended up getting a penalty against them. It, it has happened once or twice before, yeah, lashing out um, when you're, you're the, being tackled. I remember it was Josh Reynolds to Sam Fighter. Oh, yeah, there you are. So, no, you are. so it was, it was um, Bulldogs, that's right. Oh, jeez, that would the, hurt. I remember the Cameron Smith one where he just kept kicking Kenny, out. Kenny's copped it in the face a couple of times this game now. <laughs> he has, hasn't he? Oh, he's been in the wars. That one obviously worse than the Josh Maguire clip to the eye. We're waiting for that August 2003 game to drop as a NRL classic so we can relive it. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? 74 points to something. Yeah, 74, what was the absolute? 74-4. Something like that, but yeah. And was, it, was it two sent off and one sin bin at one point? Yeah. Ten on the field. He got to the point where Adam Dykes was goalkeeping because I think goalkeeping tied, tied goals and shit. Crazy. It was a wet night, I think, as well, rainy. Play resumes finally. But also, it should the scores run up? But it should be said that I think we end up with two in the head bin, so the interchange was a little bit down. Yeah, so there were some issues with the bench logistics. Well, Tep was gone. Yeah, Tep gone. So, uh, listen, to you, every time you named Tep, it was like fifty. 
Was- yeah, you yeah. you're rolling the dice, unfortunately. <laughs> Big Moses Pango. Tell you what, if, if I'm the Broncos, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of that guy. It's not worth... The MILF? Um, Corey Oates. Oh, sorry, oh, no. Corey Oates. Hang on, did you say Tevita Pango? No, no, that, that was... TPG. That was, um, oh. not t- that was the other Pango, the one that came to them with, um, via the Roosters, via the Cowboys. Oh, he's at the Knights now. But yes, TPJ is... um. He, amongst all the young forwards they've got, they want to be signing up long term. He certainly is the deal that's really stinking up their books at the moment. I'd be doing. You get paid per game. Yeah, well, he spends more on the sideline at this point, doesn't he? It'd be interesting to see what they'd have to offer a club to take him. Like he's on what six hundred ish, roughly. Depends on what you take with the media. So it's, yeah, it's not chump change. Ish. So um, I don't know what they'd have to take for a club to offer for another club to take him. Oh. But there was a forward pass there. Yeah, I think that was the right call. We were sort of linked, but then the the asking price from his agent was like nine hundred one million. Yeah. We're like, oh, thanks, no thanks. But yeah. So you think about all the shit he does, like the off field stuff. Oh, was that a forward pass? Yeah, I thought it was flat. Moses caught it behind him and, and had to adjust. So yeah, I can't understand why he's a little bit upset there. That was that wasn't fucking yeah, but, forward. Yeah. So TPJ, like if you. You cut out his suspension. He's a, he's a really good forward. Like we're talking top three in the game, maybe. Like I've he's a little bit inconsistent on the field. Like he'll have absolute dominating performances and then be a little bit absent. But yeah, as far as talent goes, he's an absolute star. But the problem is, he gets suspended for a third of the season every year. So I don't know. Like if the Broncos came to you and said, "We'll pay two hundred thousand dollars," pushing the scrum. All oh, Polar almost gets there. Sneaks it. Yeah. But yeah, if the Broncos came to you and said, "We'll offer you. Two, we'll pay two hundred. Would you want him? Like, would you take him on knowing that he's potentially a risk for suspension? Does he improve yeah. our? Sorry, Hamish, what did you say? How much did you say? Sorry. Did the Broncos say, well, we'll pay about 150, 200 of his oh, 650. I'd, I'd say 250 and you got to. Yeah, it, it's interesting where you draw the line there because, you know, he could buy prop for us, I suppose, given that we've got Nathan Brown if at work. If it was oh, like the Rich Hill, any day of the week. Mm. Hey, half your. <laughs> oh. Squared up twice there. Yeah, they are. Didn't um, fade away there. Matangi. Good play. That's it. <laughs> Hunt bleeding there. I feel a bit sorry for Hunt. He's probably got <laughs> the worst rap of uh, any playmaker all on that it's 2015. Pure, purely because, of, yeah, well, that and I suppose the fact that he got that mega contract with the Dragons and didn't live up to the billing, but his bank account's not complaining. He's I think he's probably better than what people give yeah, him absolutely. credit for. Yeah, absolutely. He's not a bad player by any means. It's just that he's not a superstar. I just don't think he's worth a million dollars. No. No. Getting that, that was the, the peak of the playmaker halves getting out of out of um, control. Uh, the play, Sorry, the playmaker market, not playmaker halves. Like, if you get him for five five fifty, oh, yeah, so close. right. Not, you expect players to change the game for that's right. They've, they've got to be transcendent at that sort of price tag. Like even, That's why even Cleary gets to a point where... Like, he oh, Matangi. Like, Matangi threw a gap. Oh, if he got his arms So through. a couple of half breaks that set there. Moses playing to the line. Well, well that's not a very clean play the ball. The, the, there was debate as to whether the marker was square there as well, but that's actually a pretty good salvage of the, the play. 
Broncos strewn everywhere. And of course, this would end up being an important game for fans of that uh, iconic statistic about how no team in the regulation season has given up 50 points and gone on to win yeah. the um, the premiership. This um, signal the death knell for the Broncos, as it were. The, the funny part about that is that I think it was Newcastle in 2001 had 49 put up against yeah, that, them. That, that, that shows you how funny those arbitrary cutoffs are, right? Because they um, had the huge score posted against them, but it just before that cutoff. All right, so the Broncos fight their way up past their 40-metre line before going to their clearing kick. Good pressure from Power. I mean, that was the one thing I was good at, wasn't it, of uh, just putting his head down and running. Yeah, good carries. It was his knees, wasn't it, that finally did him in? Yeah, I think he had a, he got bogged down with his knees. Penalty? I haven't got the he's audio. Like a power so. li- he's like a powerlifter now. That would not surprise me. He's got the build for a, a sort of strongman like... Uh... Oh, speaking of strongman, did um, anyone see the deadlift war record be um, reset by Hafor Bjornsson, whatever his name is? The, yeah, the mountain. Oh, the no, mountain. I thought oh, you were going to say there's a boxing match. But no, but there is that there is that scheduled match, isn't there, between the two of the world's strongest yeah. men? But yeah, half four, half four, 501 kilos deadlift. Absolutely insane. Yeah, isn't the odd like that the, the fight's going to be against he, – he, he walks around at like 185 kegs and he's like jacked. <laughs> well, half four is 205, 190 kilos, I think. So like those men are just freaks. Bit of um, argy-bargy going on down there. Good option from Corey not to throw the inside pass. Oof, that was messy. All right. Bernie brings up the last tackle off a bit of a flat-footed play. Because of that forward pack at that time, Nathan Brown doing 80 minutes. That's right. Yeah, This was Nathan Brown's real big breakout year on the back of those long games that he would play. Now we don't really. Yeah, I think he's up there in terms of 200-meter, 40-tackle games. I think he's on the board a couple of times. That's right. Yeah. But you could argue that was probably part of the reason why he had that sort of amount, of, the high amount of injuries too, was just the work rate was too much for his body. So, yeah. Well, you just think about the Ford pack in this year and next year, Vave and Matungi. Like, yeah, um, yeah they, they certainly played above their weight this year. But but in 2018, they came back to the um, mean. Jairo. Like you compare him to um, not shot. What happened to him? Compare him to like James Trevojevic. The difference is. Uh, Brownie's doing hits. He's like he's charging at a line to hit. That's probably where his injuries come from. I mean, yeah, they're, they're very similar players as far as play style is concerned. And Jake's obviously a little bit bigger play, than Brownie, yeah. but yeah, you're right. Brownie doesn't doesn't do his body any favors. Obviously, it's it's big for the team, but those aggressive shots do take their toll physically. So you probably say Turbo, is uh, smarter. Yeah, exactly about preservation and whatnot, but um. You know, Brown's hits have been important in turning the uh, momentum in certain games too. So, oh, yeah. but yeah, both both very good locks. Um, that sort of hybrid ball playing role they're both very comfortable in. Oh, oh 
last 30 minutes of this game gave me the shits because there were just constant penalties to Broncos that some were not deserved. I think the the penalty count ended up being like 12-4 to the Broncos, if I'm not mistaken, in this game. Yeah, this was a soft try. I think despite us being the dominant team, we ended up getting blown out in the penalties. Let's see if I can find the stats of this game. And, yeah, this is one one reason why uh, BA was pissed off at the defensive work. Yeah. And also the last play, last try. Yeah, I believe the penalty count was 10-2. SESC going to Newcastle, of course. Uh, they're looking to get rid of he was um, such a hot uh, hot property in 2017, wasn't he? Sort of blew up on the back of a good season the Broncos and then faded. Oh, when Newcastle signed them, they were cheering for Clement. Well, it's also a cautionary tale about being pre-season champions, isn't it? When you sort of start championing about how good your recruitment is and whatnot and how you're going to go that far. Newcastle made a lot of great recruitment in recent years and done next to nothing with all of it. Hey, I, I believe in... When you win the preseason of additions, that's that sets you up. Look at my Cowboys. <laughs> we won the draft. Uh, we get, the and, old, and all we need the old, now, the old is Cleveland Clowney. Browns approach, mate. <laughs> uh, all we need now is Clowney or Everson Griffin. Oh boy, do you even have any cap space? You must be at the cap right now because you got you got to pay Dak oh, mega dollars. We've, we've got we've got about twenty million. There's no way uh, you have twenty million available yeah, right we, now. Yeah, we we haven't signed anyone big. Cooper, we had. We had we had about sixty million heading into the season before Cooper and all that, but um, it's just it's just yeah. So just confirming we... down to one man rotation. Oh so. my god, there you go. It was even worse than we speculated. Uh, hey, that's just standard for us. We, we've had some we've... bad luck of injuries, yeah. That's why, um, beginning of this year when Taka wasn't playing on the bench, we're like, this is strange. We usually bench out. Yeah, well, we're in a fairly enviable position. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy, oh, Sammy. The third oh. man could have used the third hand there. Oh, goodness. I think this is a game also. I mean, usually he's best in threes, isn't he, Sam? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my um, goodness. I think this is a game where Corbin actually breaks his arm. That might that might actually be a possibility, Betty. You might be right about that. Yeah, I remember he was arcing up over something and yeah. then got smashed. And got absolutely hammered and ended up breaking his arm, yeah. And they're, and they're like, oh, we lost our forward leader for the final. Yeah, Corbin. <laughs> oh, God. Was that um Seabold in the back there, maybe? I'm not sure. One of them wearing a Harvard graduate hat on. <laughs> oh, a bit of a knee into the face there. Uh, you love the argy bargy and the grubbery in the game, don't you? Yes, that's why I'm very hesitant about having one referee. Yeah, be able to police all this sort of stuff. Yeah, can be a wrestle. Uh, Cost cutting procedures are good run. Su-a-ma-tangi. Could have got a penalty there. Yeah, that's why I was a bit annoyed at the back end with the penalty count here. Like, <laughs> Broncos were just holding on for dear life, and I yeah. know we do it at the other end, but... But you no had to call it both ways, right? Like, I'm not for one for conspiracy, but you'd think oh. 20 points in, 20 minutes left, at least they have a chance. Jennings calling for a line dropout here. 
the art of the grubber kick, eh? That's yeah, everybody seems seem to be cooking it a little bit too much on those short kicks. Maybe there was a bit yeah, the, it was a little bit faster off the ground than they thought. I don't know. But um, that's another area that Moses obviously improved in alongside Dylan Brown being a, a great kicker in the short game. Um, the Eels are very strong in that regard. At least they were starting in the 2020 season. And obviously last year Moses went the entire year without uh, giving away a 20-meter restart, if I'm not mistaken, when it came to the short kicks, which is absolutely ridiculous. We have the best running halves in the comp, but, mate, they can kick. Oh! (laughs) Sammy. Almost almost taking it out of the air. Yeah, that was a rubbish call as well. Jeez. Sammy can do no wrong, ref. Don't you understand? Tackle on Sam thought, eh? He wrapped around the chest. Come on, man. Yeah, the 10-2 penalty count when one team posts 50 and the penalty count goes the other way is a singularly unique phenomenon. I don't know if it's ever happened before in the history of the NRL. It's such a lopsided penalty count when one team's been so dominant. What, and did, the the, pen- um, what did the error count end up? This- uh, error count for this game? Let me just bring something up. Uh, one sec. And then, what was that um, other second row of Broncos that he had to retire medically? And- uh, the- uh, Glenn. No, 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 Gillette. no. Gillette, Gillette, the best a man can get. That's right. But it's Gillette. <laughs> that's right. It's not Gillette. It's Gillette. Gillette. So errors, birdie. Team stats. Yeah, got some soft stuff here, but it all came off the back of piggyback penalties for the Broncos. So it was um surprisingly only four errors for Parramatta, but eleven against the Broncos. Yeah, that's probably like because we capitalised off their errors a lot. We had no help. We, we only used five interchanges, but we had five HIAs in this game. Oh my god! That oh, was no, don't brutal. you know we, we actually wrote the system according to Andrew Voss, <laughs> like every team doesn't. That's why that, that's why I was giving a shit about Voss because he clearly had a vendetta against Parramatta in this regards. Uh, King yeah, just wasn't try, strong enough. This try, I got the shit. I was like, are you serious, yeah. this guy? Because like also in the past when Lewis Brown used to play for Panthers, he used to do this a lot to us. Yeah, he did half. too. Yeah, like, the cheap, the cheap little dummy half pushover. Yeah, and it didn't help because at the time we'd have Bevan French or we have a small fullback, and it was just like. No way they can stop a uh, hundred plus kilo. Uh. Yeah. You can tell, like, what a what a looking at Norm, looking at Norman now, like talks. You can tell we're lacking a leader essentially. Like mm-hmm. now, I'm I'm comfortable with Guffo barking. Uh, just the the general leadership group, I think, has gotten so much stronger between the personal oh, yeah. growth of Mitchell Moses. Um, you know, Nathan Brown's coming through his own the the forwards alongside Junior Paulo. And I think guys like Madison and Reagan Campbell Gill are both are strong personalities in a in a positive way. And I think and I'm not that, taking a shot at Matter. It's just I don't think people just because he's been there, they're not Yeah, the experience 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 doesn't translate perfectly to leadership, doesn't it? And um yeah. Well then you you just compare before to Matter, who'd we have? We had Highmarsh and Kalis, two That's of them, right. you know, Kalis the greatest, I reckon, Cap. Yeah, I think Kalis' credentials speak for themselves. But yeah, what an interesting game statistically. Only three, according to NRL.com's numbers, only three eels cracked 100 metres this game. Let me guess, Semi was one? That's right. Um, Paul, no, Alvaro won? Alvaro ended up with 84 metres from nine runs. Probably suey from all the kickoffs, eh? They don't count. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's one obvious one that we were just talking about before who posted several uh, 200 metre 40 tackle games. Oh, Brown, yeah. Yeah, Nathan Brown. 
the other one? Does Will Smith get in there at fullback? Will Smith. A couple of kick returns. Will Smith is, sorry, when we, I've just pushed the numbers across. No, he only had 71 metres from fullback. Kenny Edwards? Kenny Edwards was at 52 metres only. No, this one is not a forward. Oh. Other R. Jenko. Jenko was right, Bertie. Eight runs, 108 oh. metres. There you go. Um, Tim Manor was close, 98 metres. Kirasami Vaa, 96 metres. So the, those guys were within, you know, touching distance of that, you know, vaunted 100-metre mark. But, yeah, just what an odd game. Semi Rodriguez, yeah. 258 metres from 10 How runs. many errors did you say? Broncos, 11. 11. And a lot of them seem to be in their own half. Yeah. So that sort of... Yeah, that, that was a big big part of the um the reason we didn't have as many running metres. But when Semi had 258 metres from just 10 runs... That's a bit of a statistical anomaly. <laughs> yeah, because we're getting the ball with like that's right on short on short yeah. field, so you you don't get as many numbers or counting numbers rather. You get the points rather than the um the big production numbers. As they say in NFL, it's like short oh. turn, short, short um turn scoop and score. Oh, Sammy! Oh my goodness! What a flick! I thought they were gonna not call this prior. Yeah. Does this one, does it travel forward? I can't remember if the other side line show. I think it rolls forward, but it comes out backwards. And that's why I was like, short. Or knock. Oh, no, it hits the shoulder. That's right. It hit the, he passed it backwards into the shoulder of Nicarima. So that's actually good officiating. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> what a flick ball. Seriously. Oh. Sammy had five tries oh, in his sights there, and he gave it away to Tacker. The one time Darius Boyd makes a tackle, and he almost pulls off a try. Sammy knew he sensed a disturbance in the force. He's like, "Hang on, this is this is odd." Darius, Darius Boyd trying to make a tackle. Yeah. <sighs> Jeez, there's still a few points left in this game. That angle looks like. Uh, yeah, semi Rodrada on top of those two runs, uh, 10 runs, 258 meters, four tries, four line break assists, nine tackle busts, uh, one try assist, as we just saw there. So that was a, it was an all time effort. <laughs> not, a, not a bad game for the big man. He um, made zero tackles and missed two, though. So if you want to. um. Chalked that up against him because he let in that try from the scrum as well. Wasn't the perfect game, but it was close to it. What a ridiculous... Darren thing. Lockyer having a cry there saying it was a forward pass. <laughs> Whinging Queenslanders, man, every time. Oh, that was a mess. <coughs> that was a mess. You know what? As much as we rat on Milford crap, pretty smart. I, I don't mind Milford as a footballer. He's just not worth his contract, and it's arguably he's playing the wrong position. Should have probably just been kept the fullback. 
I, I like him as a five eighth with a controlling half. Well, that, prob- that that's our options. If you gave him a, the dominant half, that's right. It'd be just much better. Yeah, Hunt, he's had to do it all, and it hasn't worked out no. very well. So I think in that in that position, he would have been better suited at fullback. But you're right, Ham uh, Hamish. If a, a more uh, dominant half um, on the on his inside, it would have been much better for him at yeah, five eighth. That signing of um, the Melbourne Storm, Brody Croft, yeah, Brody Croft. At least in the first two matches, it seemed to assist him to play his more natural five-eighth running half role. Like I think him and Jack Bird, their best play, the best position is like the same position, like the running. Yeah, I, I still don't know on Jack Bird. I, I think centers his power. spot. The power from David Gower. Just over Gillette. Oh. Paul or for loose carry. Whew. Oh, it's Telltale Monger, not Pango. That's right. I see you have a different player, Moses Pango. Oh, Falcon. It's a bit, uh, I mean, it's Thursday night football, so I sort of understand, but it's a bit disappointing that the lower bowl's not packed out for a, a big sort of top four showdown or like a pseudo top four showdown. Very with home at half time. No, the, in the first half it was the same, it's just the, the bowl wasn't filled out from the opening kickoff. Because, yeah, I can't understand. Think we'll, uh, in this post COVID world, um, <laughs> yeah. if you're not getting out to the footy, um, you're forgetting about the things that you might not be able to have. That's true. Oh, good tackle. Mitch Moses. Sign of things to come, eh? Oh, loopy pass. Wow. And he loses the meters. Oh, my God. You can't do that. Gets the quick play of the ball, though. He did get the quick play of the ball. Arguable that it was a surrender tackle. I reckon, and I think this was the first year he played Origin. <laughs> Everyone's saying Origin that she screwed it. Was this the was this the time where he wanted to move to second row? I think this is, this is where the, well. the, the talk started about him wanting to move into the back yeah. row and get the big dollars. <laughs> and I think Jennings <laughs> cut <laughs> gift horse there. Oh, great pickup though. It was oh. on the roll run. Oh, Robbie Farrell would have been proud of that one-handed scoop and score. Yeah, poor um, Oates. He just seems to have a couple of Barry Crockett's like, that wasn't a, That wasn't a great pass, but like he just made an absolute meal out of that. See, because the, the first Yoink. one he's offside, he, he didn't let it bounce. Catch on mm-hmm. the ball, this he lets it bounce. Can't, can't take Jenko, the savvy vet, Johnny on the spot. <laughs> Do <laughs> you tell him, old mate? You tell him. <laughs> Parafan in the background. <sighs> this is when I, I'm like, all right, this is where we go on and you know, sort of embarrass. Try and get like. Just stupid after the last. Yeah, you can see the fans streaming out of the back now. They've had enough. <laughs> yeah, na 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 
Hey, 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 <laughs> goodbye. Imagine getting get 50 on your young court where, everyone, where everyone's like sort of like back in the day, they dreaded going because it would get towed up. We, we almost always travel well to Suncorp though. I think even in the Chris Sandow days when Brad Arthur took over as interim coach, we ended up spanking him 44-20 or something like that. Um, yeah. He was one for one as interim coach. Yeah. And it, was then, either, it was either we either smashed the Broncos or win comfortably or they just beat us. And then last year we lost by one point in controversial circumstances when oh. the referee came out, The sorry, the uh, the referee's boss came out and said that the David Fafita run was illegal or something. There was a shepherd or something like that. And it was yeah, some other the, dodgy cause. Um, the Darius Boyd straight after it. The yeah. shepherd. The wall. Oh, <laughs> he's too good. He's too good. He just climbed, uh, just climbed up a ladder point, there. And when people argued, oh, Sivo, uh, him and Vinavali. Yeah, Vinavali, that's did, right. This guy did a hundred times better stuff than Vinavali. I remember this, just, in this season when we played the Storm after the in the third origin break, I think it is, and we got the, yeah. the he took Vinavali to school. He just absolutely gave him a bath in that game. Vinavali is a one-trick pony. Just give him the ball and he's like, oh, it's exactly. Just finishes. He can't. He doesn't make runs. He can't burst. He can't run around people like one trick. Yeah, Semi Semi was in a class of his own for sure. Bonavalu oh, is the grubbiest player he's, in the NRL. He's right up there. Yeah. Oh, here we go. That's great vision. That's great vision. Uh, great effort from the big man Dave Gower as well. Loves a try against the Broncos. He does. Isn't the stat like over fifty percent of his tries are against the Broncos? Yeah. Against the Broncos. Yeah. Boss, boss started saying that he goes yeah after the. And we beat the Bankwest first. Yeah, <laughs> giving it to the crowd too. Well, I think that's the parrot. Yeah, that's yeah, the parrot. I'd say uh, arcing up the parrot sound part, yeah. That's just good. Good, good, that good, yeah, that good, good footy. Run. He tricked Boyd. Yeah, if Gower didn't get there, I think Tacker might have. Yeah. Yes, Tacker almost certainly gets there next. They just gave up Oh. Well, they get you say they gave up. They still got two tries in it. Anyone we know on those shots? Detroit? Doing the Macarena? No, no, he's just a gangster. No, don't you dab. <laughs> don't you hit that dab. Oh my god! Mate, take him home. <laughs> I will, he's had a I will, too many. I will forever hold that against Cam Newton for making that popular oh. in the sporting world. And, and he even said after the one year, he goes, oh, um, I don't know why people are still doing a dab. It's a bit old. Like, when the guy who does it, he says, you know, it's a bit old. And people don't. <laughs> yeah, that's my boy, Dave Gower. Dave Gower. Old mate getting the backpack up, ready hey, to go. Looking at all the players now that's going back to trades and going back to work, this guy, he's, his life after all set, he, done that many courses that yeah he, he does a new course every like every time he can as far as like the uh tafe and whatnot is concerned so he has about a million qualifications so i mean if, if i was the club i'd love to keep him in some sort of advisor at uh, uh what's it called Ad, adversary not adversary but advisory role sorry that's what i got there eventually he's um a great ambassador for the code a great ambassador for the club yeah, I think he's um, expressed a, a want or a desire to sort of act in that sort of um, community ties role. Though um, in this sort of post-COVID-19 strapped budget sort of thing, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd hate for him to be lost to the game because he's such a 
he walked one of the hardest roads to get the first grade, you know, as a, a career journeyman across multiple like, clubs. If he if he ends up replacing Clint Newton, you know what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't that's think that's actually not. That's not a terrible suggestion. I think he, he yeah. could, he'd be a great voice for the players. Well, he's paid for like what four or five clubs. Yeah, so, but, um, so he. It's not like as if um, when those people are like one club um, players, they've had everything go their way. Like he's yeah, had, he's had the so fight for knows, everything he got in his career. Yeah, because he can relate to like. And at, at the end of the day, the player association is not there for the big players. There no, for exactly. The, it's for like, the the majority. It's it's like a union, right? It's there for looking yeah. out after the little guy as much as it is the big guy. <laughs> oh, so close. Gee, I, I I didn't mind that. You know, he's still looking to press the scoreboard. <sighs> Chasing most called from it out the back because you see he wrapped around yeah, to play yeah. the shot. <clears throat> yeah, with you know six minutes to go, it's not terrible. Yeah, that Corbin's like the last set, last minute, and he's out for the season. So there's um, I don't know who scored. I know that he scores the last one. Uh, do you want me to spoil or do you want to wait? <laughs> Is it a forward? Uh, well, the the two backs, but one of them wants to be a forward. So, oh, oh I know he scored the last. One. Yeah, yeah, that was the shitty. But yeah, about the score now, I believe, or within a couple of tackles. <laughs> Bit of heavy contact there on Corbin Sims. What was it? What did the tackle count ended up being? The Not tackle possession. count, let me find that number for you. Possession was a pretty close split, 51% our way. Um, time of possession was 21.50 versus 21 minutes. So once again, almost perfectly split. They had four more sets than us, 33 sets. We completed 88%, 29 to 33. They were 73%, 73%, 27 to 37. Yeah. Um, and tackles... Uh, 254 completed for us versus 266 for them. So statistically, this game was very close. Like, you would not predict the scoreline based on all these things, especially when they got the 10-2 penalty count in their favour. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, Corbin. Oh, you're opening up a can you don't want, buddy. And, uh, and, and that's why he, bro- and he broke his arm. <laughs> and Matangi made the tackle. Oh, oh you, you were trading that. You've been grubbing it up all night. Yeah, oh, he, he's a. You were talking about Vinvalo being a, one of the biggest grubs in the game. Corbin's right up there too. Yeah. And I, and I thought Ashton was the grubby. Yeah, exactly. Ashton was the firebrand of the family, but no, Corbin's right up there. Tarek's. Oh, Corbin, you just opened up a can of warp ass, buddy. So there's already been two two penalties here. So I understand. So take away the two, that's eight. Still a big... Well, the three there, they were pretty cynical ones yeah, that we deliberately yeah, gave yeah. away. So there you go. Tao Tao Monga gets on the board with a nice little grub kick from the MILF. That's another bloke that's been smashed by injuries. Yeah, Paul. absolutely. He was the... I mean, you hear this label all the time, but he was the next Greg Inglis when he was coming through with the Roosters. Yes, um, I think he had like something like 20 or 30 tries in two years. Yeah, he was... In the, in the SG Crazy. ball, he was absolutely unstoppable. And then he and just shredded, shredded like both his knees. Has he done one four times from memory? He's, he's, he's done, done, done both. At least yeah, he's, one of them. I think he's done one of them three or four times. Yeah, yeah. He's, it's a miracle he's even in like a chance of playing in twenty twenty. Is that Knights? Hey. Yes, yeah. he's at the Knights. Yeah. Um. Remember when we went that that Maitland trial, Hamish? 
Um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up sitting behind his missus and uh, I only realised later through the night when she introduced herself because their little bub, little girl, just kept coming out the playfus. Yeah, <laughs> cute, cutest little thing and um, they were great sports. So, you know, it's always horrific when you see the, you know, see these guys go through what they do with these injuries and you know, the pressure will put on the play, families. Because he was, he was also a gun in the Queensland rep junior as well, so I was like, here we go. Yeah. It's like we thought we can't break the streak. Quite can't. <laughs> Probably picked one of the wrong guys to score up with in the first case because Sue Matangi's got a you know he's a hard man like he's got the history alongside Manu Mau, you know guys that made themselves again in the NRL after very checkered pasts. So he probably picked one of the worst targets to go after. Matangi knows what it's like to be hard. It was just, I reckon it was just undersized, like he was too short. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, lightweight prop. Well, the the Danny Nutleys and whatnot, the back in the day when you could get away with being a, a bit of an undersized prop, it just doesn't exist now. Or well, it's very hard. You got to be special. Like Fui was probably one of the last great undersized forwards, and that was because he was so explosive. Yeah, that's where he broke his arm. Tuggy yeah, didn't miss him. Oh You don't celebrate opposition injury, but. You know, There's a certain amount of karmic, karmic retribution there, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, he's in he's in agony too. You can tell. And he's like, that prick got me. I thought maybe a shoulder, just the way he was hanging it. But yeah, exactly. But it was the forearm. forearm. Yeah. That's probably why Manu has that bloody mouth. That well, yeah, exactly. Guard. The psychologically, after he ended up busting that forearm, he he never shed that guard, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, jeez, broken play. Think, think had a similar one too, an old school player. Oh, could pick up Norman. <laughs> So, Norman calls for those balls as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a like that. Oh. Nothing illegal here. Oh. So how do we give away the last try? Um, I think they kicked it or they just... Or they just... What a, it was like a broken play or something. I mean, he's trying to be brave. What an idiot. He's got a broken that's they, arm. That's why they said um they lost their, their forward leader... Where's he at now? Is he at the, he's at the North Bay? Oh, uh, he went to the Dragons, didn't he? Cool. Dragons, oh, that's... Oh, he went to the... Yeah, the Sims Brothers were reunited. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's <laughs> why you're not allowed to pass I can't believe that didn't call a knock-on in there. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, Lord. You're just, you're just grateful for the Fords we have now because you Yeah, have you really appreciate the Ford pack that we have in 2020. Yeah. yeah. But like, like, if I feel like just passing, it just looks uncomfortable, man. <laughs> McGuire got Norman by the collar. What a grub. Oh. oh, I think they they played as juniors. It's a bit of... No, but it's just like, you know, I mean, Kenny does the same stuff, so I can't complain too much. All right, so they pack the scrum. I think they score here, yeah, from the scrum. 29 seconds just- left. Look at his arm hanging down there, Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we get some good footage of uh, BA in the the press box. Going off. Oh, sorry, in the coach's box. Yeah, BA in the press box would be a sight to see. He'd be a cat among the pigeons there. Oh, Sammy, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, good catch. Just kick yeah, it over the sideline. <laughs> Just boot it over the sideline, buddy. All right. 
now I want 800k a year. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, jeez, Sammy. (laughs) Like, all their tries were very, very soft. Yeah, they they didn't score. Back of penalties. Yeah. A few of them off kicks, like, just... I can't think of a a try that they were actually well... It wasn't water bottles or water t- bottles. <laughs> Strike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and yet any coach that wins that puts fifty two on, you'd think they'd be happy. Nah, not him. Well, the fans are happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think this secured us a, a spot in the finals. We couldn't drop out of the eight. That's right. I believe that was yeah. correct. That this was the the cutoff for making the eight per, like perfectly. First time, first time in years or yeah. Whatever. See, and, and you know he should be happy. He put fifty on his cured finals. Nah, he's got the shits because they left it. They let him like. And then that, that's the attitude, which makes you think that Brad's going to be a good coach long term, a very good coach long term. Yeah. But just he's got those little foibles in his game to clean up, which all you know coaches do as they learn. But there you go, uh, round 25, 2017, Parramatta fifty two defeat the Broncos thirty four, and uh, they don't quite leapfrog on the table at this point, but they do move up the fourth at the end of round twenty four because of this. Uh, round yeah, twenty five, sorry. Really- Season of what could have been yeah, Cowboys really, really. in that finals, and then the grand final was over in bloody ten minutes. That's right. Um, but when you look at, we, we were the only team to challenge the Melbourne Storm that year in the finals. Um, look, look, the Cowboys even took care of um, Roosters. Roosters, they're not, they're not like a scrubs. So I was like, okay, if we're going to lose to the Cowboys, hopefully they beat the Roosters. Yeah, but especially that Asiata and a half. Yeah, really, four and a half. That's right, and that was the the only real highlight of Michael Morgan's regulation season career, isn't it? That and we back started in the off well in the game. It feels like Paul Neal. Yeah, Sammy went length of the field off the the kick Three, return, two. and then like, just we ran out of gas, and the Cowboys choked us up. Yeah, we just they they caught fire at the right time because if you remember the Sharks game, it went into I think it was double extra time, and they scored or either kicked a field goal mm, in that to go right. on and we were all worried we we're going to play the Sharks <laughs> yeah but um, it was you know their their version of our 2009 run where you, like you said they catch fire at the right time of year got a couple of red hot players and Michael Morgan and obviously the, the big man Jason Tamalolo I, I just want to put a caveat on that before the Queensland fans come in and start saying that Michael Morgan's run was better than Haynes in 09 um, you know it was four games yeah. let's, let's pull our heads in here a little bit it wasn't even close to Jared's run in 09. The, the closest the players come was the 2012 Barber run, but even then, that was an exploitation of rules more than anything else. So, there you go. Suck it. But yeah, on, well, that, on that bombshell. We'll wrap up our game companion, and um, we don't have any regular episode this week because the only change is the referees and, of course, all the, the anti-vax crap. Don't <laughs> yeah, we don't need, don't need to get into, too thick into that oh, because no. it speaks for itself. I'm going to do a pod that um, about uh, Bryce Cartwright, man. He shocked the world. He came in and said he's not an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, but hope <laughs> let's let's get off that. Um, <laughs> hopefully, we should get a draw in the next uh, week or so, yeah, and then we and might we can um, start breaking down the the yeah. ins and outs of that, who we play twice, and where we play, and whatnot. Right, too easy. Well, thanks for joining us on another game companion. We get a couple of hundred listeners each time, so that's really nice. Um, to see that everybody else is starved of footy and joining in. <laughs> um, but hopefully we can get some live footy uh, coming back That's shortly. It. As always, boys, stay safe, keep well, and thanks for dropping in. Catch you on the next Power Podcast. Cheers.